0: All right, well, welcome back to the Never From Concentrate podcast with a brand new microphone to make the wait worthwhile. My name is Valentin, and this is the Context King, aka Ratchet. Ratchet. Um, we are here in my lovely apartment, uh, and we're ready to do another another half an hour of talking about random bullshit can
1: we start again <laughs> why no is so late okay just for everybody's
0: information we've, we've started this three this times is the worst now. iteration of this our entire thing one, you, but
1: we're keeping this one you pronounce my name in ratchet yeah it just makes me want to punch you <laughs> <Rashid>? <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh shit i said your last name people can look you up now um no, okay, so we're not stopping. This is artistic integrity. People want to see the belly of the yeah. beast,
1: but I have a very <sighs> scary, scary <laughs> on the brink of collapsing self-conscious ego. I know, I stake. know. You, you can't Do you understand what's happening here. <laughs> All our three listeners are going to judge me. We're pushing
0: through, and we're going to be talking. So we haven't talked in a while now. And for our listeners, I want to talk about things that happened. Rachid does not. He thinks no one cares about what we think about Brexit. Hashtag regret. Hashtag. <laughs> no, this isn't LeBron a New James. Year's This isn't a New Year's party. <laughs> Your hashtag theme. Everything's just more fun when you say hashtag. I said hashtag Brexit at a, at a get together yesterday and it uh, killed.
1: Yeah? Everyone just like oh, spit boy. out
0: their drink. What
1: was the context? <laughs> Sorry, I'm the queen, I'm not the king. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm actually curious. What's the context of the Brexit reference? There were just... Uh, people were like...
0: It was just a quiet... You know, and no one knew what to talk about. And I was like, so... Hashtag Brexit. <laughs> every, oh, okay. And everyone yeah. was just like... That's good. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's a good... Anyways, what do you think? What's so You're good at Br- those things. Br- like Br- Britain's fucked. Yeah. Oh, like just killing, killing the mood?
1: <laughs> no, no. Like, I don't know. Bringing... Conversation, laugh, like bringing laugh, joy like, and laughter to the room, bringing an awkward group into some some sort of some sort of cohesion. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. Um, yeah, so we talked about random shit that happened
0: um, since we talked since my post. Donald Trump is now the. Don't, let's not talk
1: about him. I don't want. Why? To like no, that's my first post. I know. I just I don't like I don't like him as he's just he's such a clown that it doesn't make me. It makes me feel like I'm buying into his whole rhetoric by giving him energy, even though, yeah. No,
0: but you can't You I know. can't make it Baltimore. You can't make it the thing that we don't talk about either, because then it's...
1: I'm not saying that either. That's why I was saying it in the intonation of my voice. Like, I know <laughs> we'll talk about it, because it is still relevant to our discussion.
0: Okay, so political correctness. Um, we talked about the shit. Um, it's basically when uh nba fans think that lebron james sucks after two games and don't realize that things are more nuanced I don't, i'm trying to make a <laughs> popular <laughs> culture reference um <laughs> t- tie it into our topic <laughs> yeah.
1: maybe if you prepared i just i just feel i that, prepared i have something to say i want you, i want you to discriminate re- or win auto insurance and, uh, rates I- allowed for Bona fida reasons. <laughs>
0: so, I, let, we'll talk about this in a second, because I have some opinions about uh, that. But, no, wait. I just want to get your reaction, though. Do you think that Curry is worse than Why are we still Terrence talking about... <laughs> <laughs>
1: you're, you're forced... <laughs> take on current events conversation is disgusting. It's gross. <laughs> You're such a whore. This is po- this podcast is for me and you. There's literally nobody else that gives oh, a shit about no, this. No. We are TMZ. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we talking about this?
0: We're not making like a general... Okay. I, I honestly, I just wanted like, to, you know, I wanted to hear your thoughts because we didn't really talk about it after...
1: Yeah, right? we can talk about it when we play basketball and kick your butt. That's, That's when we can talk about it. It's okay, it. you know, yeah. if I actually like... Yeah. I didn't think I was going to go to the NBA. <laughs> <Like> <laughs> well, I almost people. went to the NBA <laughs> <Yeah>. in my <laughs> dreams. <laughs> yeah, if <laughs> I, I, Derek Rose, my life what's away. What's the name
0: of that round, tall dude that's too fat?
1: <sighs> Mr. Simbular. Simbular. Yeah. yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. I always think of him when I think of Indian
1: people playing basketball. That, that's the. That's why I hated that as a momentous occasion for Indian <laughs> basketball because just such a. You're whoring out somebody who couldn't make it into the league, like. There's no way he would have otherwise been in that position had he not been been an Indian person with an Indian owner of a team. Like that's why it happened. I think you you can also hear you typing in the mic. So just oh
0: sorry, some five.
1: Um, Why
0: aren't Indian people good at sports?
1: (laughs) That's there you go. That's something PC, (laughs) not PC. I mean, (laughs) no, generic. They are good at cricket. No, like, but it's also an do you think institutional it's truly
0: social thing where people just don't play enough and there's not enough, like, uh, courts and shit. Why are they good at soccer? That seems yeah, to be. People just care about
1: cricket. It's, it's very simple. I guess so. Yeah. Same yeah. reason why China's not good at soccer. Or... And also, there's a lot of it has to do with, uh, institutional development, money, funding, and they just don't care about that other than cricket. Right. Do you and think, so much corruption. Do you think it's yeah. because vegetarians are pussies? I'm getting so offended right now I don't think we can I can continue this yeah, yeah. podcast I'm gonna <laughs> throw down I, your headphones yeah I think I'm gonna have to have a riot outside I mean not a riot a protest, a protest, sorry, protest. sorry that can turn into a riot yeah, yeah. you've offended me
0: um I know I have thought about this though because there's some people um people always bring up that when like 1980s uh FIFA World Cup where the Indian team refused to play with shoes and then they were like just completely I think they were disqualified or something I'm just surprised they made it yeah I think yeah, I don't know how they were I don't, I don't think they did I think it was qualifying for for the actual World Cup it wasn't the World Cup itself anyways Um yeah anyways Indian people suck at sports uh, so uh that's too bad <laughs> Tina has a small
1: penis alright what, what were you saying <laughs> There's like a ghost in here or something. He's saying completely incorrect things. By the way, remember when we played sports last week? We played, uh, I think, three sports. Who won in all three of them? I'm not saying I'm amazing at sports. I'm just saying, I'm saying all Indian people cannot, <laughs> are completely
0: unathletic and smell.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, At least um, we didn't kill a bunch of people in Russia. <laughs>
0: Oh, speaking of which... So Something like that. That's the thing, right? I was i was just talking to somebody about how Russian people... There's so much homophobia in Russia for one reason or another. And I think it's so... It's partly ironic because Russia and the Soviet Union was really good at a lot of the, like, um, quote-unquote gay sports. Like, they were super good at, like, artistic gymnastics, and figure skating. And then there's so much homophobia. I don't get it. All the gay people love your shit. Uh, anyways, so... Uh, Enough of those politically correct viewpoints. Let's talk about something hardcore. So uh, what did I? Yeah, I started with um, basically this idea of whether or not this veil of political correctness is good for society or not. And uh, I said something that Herschel told me was super sick. So I'm going to repeat it now. How much political correctness can a society handle before it crumbles under its own feeble cowardice to call a spade a spade? <sighs> let's just read, let's read that again. <laughs> no, um, yeah. So, I, but I do I do think that's an interesting point. And then and, and the other thing that I've been telling people often as well is this Zizek Zizek point about how um, if you if people in power trying to be overtly politically correct it can actually hurt um, like the power structure because you, you then um, sort of remove this clear opposition uh, against which or uh, to which someone can like direct their anger and then there's a lot of like introspection and that goes on and it might be actually worse than just simply saying I'm your boss fuck you do this um, and then finally we talked about uh, Louise uh, brilliant thing and I keep thinking about his racism thing every time I just don't I, I think I do this a lot too you know his his like I'm um, mildly racist thing like mm-hmm. you walk into a store and it's whatever <laughs> well, I mean, like,
1: that's 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 not even a bad mm-hmm. thing no I know yeah, like, I know it's like know. racist it's rules racism right like it's not these, racist, are, the, it's these are the rules that's like that's like PC racism like you're not supposed to think these thoughts racism which is just like, I mean, that's part of the the point against political correctness is that you just can't help yourself to categorize things. Yeah. That's your human tendency to categorize. You're going to see patterns. That's how we cho- chose not to eat that mushroom because it's going to kill us right. and eat that other one because it'll get us high. Like that's where we, that's our trajectory to current modern civilization. That's it. So, so it's it's hard to... I mean, it's going to be the instinctive response, and also you're susceptible to other people's perceptions and uh, stereotypes. That, like, I mean, like the media like reinforces all of these things as well. But it's, I, I mean, that's why my latest post is um, titled "Context King." You know, because you got to find further context to your opinions,
0: right? But um, to overcome, maybe one, one other point that would be interesting to discuss here would be. Like what do you think a comedian does a comedian have a certain obligation? Maybe not obligation, because obviously the answer is no. They have no fucking obligation. His obligation is to make you laugh. But um like where does comedy stand here? See, is like,
1: it- the comedy th- argument always bothers me is because it is in perfect context for you to understand that it's in jest, right? You you know, That it's not coming as a hateful, from a hateful opinion or like hate speech in that whole side of the world. Maybe, you know, I don't know if it's the thing is that also like I don't know if you've ever came across uh, Herschel's article that he wrote about uh, specifically this. Uh, We his point essentially is that you you hate shitty comedians and shitty comedians who make. Racist jokes or who cross the line are why they get like banned or like they get uh, people get you know outraged by them. But people who are good comedians and who like Bill Burr is a great example of that, like he'll say non PC stuff, but just because he's funny that's why people don't give a shit yeah i agree it's like it's just just, because he's funny yeah yeah. if you're not funny then it's then people are like conscious of it it's awkward you have a cringy moment and you're like that's kind of like i'm offended
0: well that makes sense because if you're gonna use these like this ammunition you can't misfire you have to if it's just if you're just being like there's a certain type of racism where you're it's clearly ironic and it's 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 funny because you know right away you're not actually racist. You're just saying something, and it it makes it even more funny. Whereas if you if you say something and it's like, wait, what? Like, are you? Uh, it's this the confusion. Right. I think that makes it less funny too.
1: One thing that I've really liked to uh, reference is in like the criminal code when somebody's getting convicted for murder. One of the lines, famous lines, everybody knows. Within reasonable doubt. That's a huge. Uh, junction point right and the word reasonable right. reasonable just means case by case a feeling you can't really you can't really understand exactly like this entire uh, s- entire rule that you have for pc culture yeah, just by this beyond reasonable doubt, right? yeah, yeah beyond reasonable doubt. Yeah, well, within yeah. sorry uh, right. that was wrong but the whole point is that i'm bringing up that reasonable thing in the same thing with comedy and the same thing with random PC stuff. It's hard to say. That's why, I mean, like people overcompensate. And that's, I mean, that's where PC culture probably comes from is an overcompensation to, you know, try and get rid of hate speech and get people to have fair, like equal rights with the same thing with the HR thing that I brought up. Like things are just not fair. There's a horrible history of um, using stereotypes to act um, unfairly to... Those minority populations. Right. So it's it's in, I mean, with specifically in comedy, it's just within like just be reasonable. I mean, it, it's hard to say that because it's just an easy. It's almost a. It's almost a. Like a cop off, uh, like I mean, a cop out. Like just because you're saying just to like, oh, just be reasonable, man. Like I'm not really defining exactly the merits of the, of the, the line. Yeah. That, yeah you're going over well it's
0: like it's that thing we've talked about before you know like what defines art from pornography and you it's context right like you, you can never there's not it's so hard to define like what uh, in comedy what makes a joke work or not and it's just it depends on so many different things yeah um yeah so i think like something we haven't really discussed and from the start i sort of mentioned it was we is this sort of a straw man that we're we're discussing in terms of political correctness? Are we building it up to something that it's really not... Like, fundamentally, is it just people being nice? Just being like, listen, we lived in a time before where things were like openly racist and openly this and that, and now we're just... Um, we haven 't removed all of those things, but we 've agreed that we 're going to try our best to be nice.
1: I mean some, some things will I, I think you're trying to plan for futures. Uh, like the token inclusion thing that I mentioned in the beginning you're, Some generations are there are built in discriminatory ideals that are unconscious with like those example with HR managers and with token inclusion, if you just make certain rules that people follow, even if yeah. they 're unreasonable. After a certain while, like with, I don't know, segregation of schools, it's going to be shitty, horrible in the first little bit because it's just not comfortable for the people who are going to have to go through something. But after a few generations, it's just going to fix itself. It's going to be ugly change. The other thing I want to say is that, I mean, fundamentally, when people talk about political correctness, it, they try and reach towards this utopic world. I mean, this it's a very idealistic type of thinking. That that I mean, that's what your point was. That you can't call a spade a spade. You're living in this disguise. It's a disguise of
0: it's a gentrification filter.
1: Yeah, it's a gentrification filter of like <laughs> trying to make something beautiful when it's gonna be an ugly world. And that that was what I, I think I brought up at the end. That no matter what, we're gonna always judge people. One stereotype that will always be there because it's you know millions of years before even human beings, like sexual evolution has brought appearance and sexual attractiveness at at the forefront of judging good behavior and good being a good person. If you're attractive, that's what people think well, like you're just a better no. person. Like they'll unless we live in a virtual reality where everyone is attractive and then attractiveness just becomes
0: like moved into a different Dimension. <laughs> it's like how much, um, how much uh, stars or whatever you have, how, like what level you are. Um,
1: let's go there. And let's do it.
0: Uh, yeah, no, I we'll totally kill ourselves on the way. I totally agree with you on that kind of, um, I don't know, like forced sort of change, and that it, it's never, it's always sort of rough in the first bit. Um, we actually are going through something like this we uh, were in my institute where I'm doing my grad school. Um, there's very low attendance to these seminars that people give at the end of their master's and PhD. And this never used to be the case in the 90s. There was much more of a tight-knit community and everyone went to everybody's like master's seminar. But I think that was because in the 90s, like, no one had the internet, no one had anything to do. So they're like, oh, like, something else, I don't want to sit at my desk and just keep reading random shit. Um, so now they're like, well, how are we going to get people to come out? And what I suggested and what is going to happen is a mandatory attendance, at least at the beginning. So the idea is, yes, that's not ideal. You don't have to force people to go to seminars. But you need to somehow kickstart the like chicken and egg problem. And by doing that, maybe eventually you can remove yeah. it. But at least at the beginning, you have to do that. Otherwise, people just there's too many like distractions and people. I feel like that's
1: always a it's an underrated solution. uh, Like because they're not it's with the preface of that there are there aren't ideal solutions to these types of problems. Maybe that is like a smaller scale problem that you could have a little bit better with, but like bigger macro societal problems, there aren't completely perfect or near perfect solutions. So when you have over overcompensation solutions like political correctness is to some extent one of those that it almost acts as a you know like a silly rule with like a kid you make the rule so that they can break it so they don't break it too much right like they, if there's no rule then they'll go crazy but if there's a rule that they can break and you're comfortable with where they end up when they break it then it's okay that's that's fine like, right it's it's like balancing out this other craziness. It's not like the perfect solution, Mm -hmm. but I mean, I I think that's what I also brought up in the beginning was that there's a difference between the way me, you and our friends talk and the way we operate in the world and political correctness and politics. And, you know, if you're a famous celebrity or you're in the limelight and you just, you almost have to in the, in the society that we live in and even just in other societies, it just would be a different, stew of what is accepted in political correctness or what is the accepted norm of the majority you they're gonna say whatever they have to say so they don't offend people because you know especially like most obviously in politics because i mean it's a game of whoring out to the masses you just you you need to pandering. and even i mean and like donald trump panders to like Non PC stuff the, the, without really poor, articulating what that means, yeah, yeah. like just oh I'm not PC, so that's his love, form of pandering. He loves poor
0: people. Yeah, um, that was the best line I think. I love poor people. Like. <laughs> I can't even. That's I, know, not, I know. I know. I know. I know, yeah. I know. It's it's like it's, it's so trite it's to even talk about it because you're like too it's late, low done. hanging
1: fruit. Like I can't. I, but that's just,
0: that's what John Oliver said, and then eventually you just give it, and it's like, okay, we're gonna do one episode. It's just so <laughs> it's
1: so absurd that I can't. It feels like it's out of a movie. Yeah, like John, like John Stewart is thinking movie. of coming back just because he's like, I can't. He wanted Trevor
0: Noah to have the election season, but now it's like. The most epic election season of all time. <laughs> and he's like, shit. Maybe I should have yeah. waited in a year to retire. Um, speaking of which, have you watched any Trevor Noah?
1: Been like China. once, and I was like, I, don't know. I mean, he's just the wrong person. You have to be somewhat American to shit in America. So that he keeps much. shitting, yeah, and it's it just make any... feels weird. Yeah, cause he has. He also didn't like live here for a while, and John Oliver had some street cred because he was on the Daily Show. Yeah, and he uh, was with Jon and He's also I don't know. He's just, just better, though. He's just also better. I mean, you can shoot on America to. if you're good at it. It's yeah. just, you can do, oh, not... do most things if yeah. you're good. <laughs> yeah. if you're, that's like the fundamental like lining to being yeah. to getting away with stuff. Be yeah. attractive and be good at something. Yeah. Yeah. Then you're great.
0: Yeah. Um, what about uh, Stephen Colbert? Because he's really struggling with the ratings. Apparently, he's like dead last now. No one watches his his late-night show. Yeah, I think you just like
1: him better as a as a character yeah as a character yeah
0: i i have an issue whenever i watch him he like every two minutes i feel like he's going back into character and then he doesn't keep going like i don't know what it is i think he's just tra- it's like a, i'm like a pavlov dog right like i he has certain um mannerisms that he does and instantly i think of his character and then he's still trying to be genuine and to me i just get confused and Changes the channel (laughs) i'm like i'm not sure if you're mocking them now or you're this is just how who you are right yeah so it's too bad um have you watched any um seth myers like his no no, i see his youtube videos um they're not bad uh like he does little like small lights and various political things anyways so um other stuff we talked about gentrification i thought this was uh a really great analogy um In terms of political correctness is like this linguistic gentrification. You brought this up as a South Park reference. Um, Yeah, so the quote is, What is political correctness but a verbal form of gentrification? Spruce everything up, get rid of all the ugliness in order to create false sense of paradise. Um, so there's that, and then you kind of said, "Well, wait, but is gentrification really all that bad? Aren't don't we like having um, you know drugstores and um, uh, Starbucks on every corner instead of like random uh, clothing stores with those mannequins out <laughs> on the street?" I mean, uh, that's what well,
1: anything that's a cliche, you know. There's reasons why things are cliched because people like them for a really long time to the point that. They get overused and abused in terms of what's cool, and that's a whole other discussion of what's cool and what's not cool. Right. But I mean, what's gen- what's being gen- at least like with real estate gentrification, like yoga studios, vegetarian culture, uh, or like just ethical meat, like all those things, are coffee shops—they're good in terms of just what they are. It's just, well, it's, I mean, the bad thing about have, gentrification is I think you're making it up though. I think. I think that's cultural gentrification real estate one is more I guess yeah. like trying to take advantage of like vegetarian the low income. stuff I think is is it's cultural but it's not because gentr- it's a trend it is trendy yeah but, I mean the, the thing is that people what happens is that people are they come into it as you know they'll say it's not but they'll end up coming into it as to be part of the trend to be to feel like they belong to the group and that's just you know most people are sheeps it's just the, and they're never they're non Sheep. Yeah, sheep. what is it? Is sheep's not plural, plural of sheep. Of oh, sheep is sheep. Really? Yeah. Well, I'm gonna say sheep's. So I'm <laughs> not prescriptivist <laughs> Screw you. Um, yeah. So they are. They're gonna follow along, and they're not gonna be self-identifying sheep's. They're gonna be. <laughs> <Fuck you. laughs> I try to articulate it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Extra good Anunciate for you. Know. The they're gonna. They're gonna say think. that they, you know, that's where they come from, and that's it's Just it's that feeling of belongingness. And it's just I mean it's just easier. People like to live in simpler bubbles, like in, in the same way like I belong to this. This is the that's how they categorize things. It's that same tendency. It's yeah. it's it feels good to get something right to like, you know, say that person is evil, that person is good. It, it's just an easier way of existing. Yeah. I mean, the other the other thing that I brought up in reference to our old post was uh the whole free will continuum uh discussion that we had which basically it says that we have if you instead of doing free will versus determinism, we have little pockets of free will. And but mostly everything is determined environmentally genetics wise or genetics genetics wise. And it's more of a kind of a reaction to your behaviors because of the genes that you have and the way that you were raised. And you know, for example, if you haven't eaten for a bunch of days you're get your favorite meal presented to you for free you're going to eat it it's almost like an instinctive reaction but immediately after that you have a little bit more of a free will to decide but mostly things are um, reactions to um, environments and contexts
0: yeah yeah, so uh, granted i think that's what we discussed i still like now that you describe it that way i still feel like that is a little bit of us having our cake and eating it too, type of thing, like I think you have to make a call us to eat. like wh- i I agree that for sure uh, acknowledging the fact that we have you know uh, subconscious things that act that work and we just aren't aware of them most of the time, but then have we really i obviously we haven't solved the free will question, but it it seems like we're kind of dancing around this whole like is it really free will or you just mean control or some sort or something like that where you have... We just have to acknowledge the fact that most of the time we're not in control in, in air clothes. I mean, it's
1: not coming from like... Uh,
0: Philosophical like... Like completely... Versus. I mean,
1: it's almost... It's, it's embracing uh, the entropy of the world in a way but still just giving context to behaviors like where they come from yeah. probabilistically. Like your behavior of you being uh, a kind person to i don't know homeless people comes from your parents acting in that way a lot more or like the way that you treat your girlfriend or there's so many other things that you you just attribute a lot of your behaviors to your own convictions where most of those the reasons for it isn't that it's 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 like a it's a stew i'm saying that your convictions are less so than your, and it's not even you. You may have convictions, but you're prone to certain convictions as well, just because your genetics, like your the way that right. your dad and mom think, and the combination of those, and also the way that you were raised. Right? Y- yeah, I can. I can. I mean, it's just like why? Why? I think both of us even just tend towards you know East, um, uh, Western European societal structures because it just it equates um, a lot of privilege, like because just just because you were born in a shitty situation. Does not mean that that's like, it's your fault to like get to somewhere to be rich and it's all, you know, out of the power of my own free will that I, you know, that whole American dream bullshit. Um, like there is parts of it that it's not completely gone, but I mean, the, the point with political correctness is like, that is just, it's, it's, it's nice to, uh, Sorry, it's it's easy to see the world. Um, yeah, I completely forgot my train of thought. <laughs> I had it like so clearly, but we like got off on this sheer huge tangent. It'll come back to me, okay? Because okay. it, it was this super like. I think I wrote about it too. I just gotta like read back, except right.
0: So so we've been talking. So gentrification, basically, we talked about whether it's bad or good, right? So um, or whether or not we're. We've sort of colored gentrification in this light where it's potentially bad. But, you know, what? in Toronto, there's this whole, like, condo debate. And then, you know, people always, oh, my God, another glass, like, box, blah, 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 like, treehouse. Like, this is so stupid. But at the same time, you know, we've talked about this before. You look in the 70s, pictures in Toronto, it looks like Cleveland today, right? Like, there's just fucking... um, not to shit on Cleveland, congrats on your win, but um, there's just parking lots everywhere and it just seems like a dead place. And when you bring people into the city, you know, there's... Anyways, I think we all we both agree that gentrification is not clearly bad or good. It's gentrification. Um, but it's, rel- it's related to political correctness in the sense that um, we're trying to mask things. Now, we could be masking them and then eventually it's like an onion where you just put masks 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 and then you get rid of the problem or it could be like a wizard of oz thing where we just mask it and really the problem of poverty still exists and we're just pushing it to you know the borders and same thing with political correctness you could we could say that eventually people are not going to be racist because now they can't say like Nigger, right? But eventually, I had a little thought in my head. Should I say, "Oh God"? You said hard E R, man. Hard-er. So like I
1: mean, that's also like with with words like that. I I agree with some. It's 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 because there are so there's historical uh, associations with words that make them so powerful. Uh, that I understand where the PC culture comes from in that certain context to like have that same generational change from it, like to the generational ugly change that you don't feel that hate speech. But you, I mean, it's such a weird like line to dance in that world because you, you can't take away from the history, but you also want to move along and be progressive, which is why usually it ends up being like with retard as well the people or gay. in or yeah. the people in the actual group who were Faggot. yeah, yeah the, it becomes an endearing word right and like I mean growing up with hip hop culture like that's just something that was just so weird because like I would say it all the time in music and then I'd be like and I'd have to like ask permission for my black friends to be like can I say it man Yeah, like, is was, it cool is it cool and I'd be like yeah yeah don't worry yeah, so I, also, of, like, I also uh, you've seen Zootopia right no oh yeah okay they
0: have, they have a thing about bunnies and how only bunnies can call each other cute because uh, yeah. <laughs> <This> it's offensive <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah yeah I think faggot has the same um, has had the same type of history in the gay community as well like they've I think a lot of people have tried to own it and say like we're not afraid of this type of word anymore because we are it's been used to oppress us but now we're going to use it as, as sort of a, um, a positive in a sense right like same with the N word. Um, yeah, I don't know. So, what do we talk about next? We said, oh right. So, <laughs> I threw in the uh, my other hashtag thing, hashtag uh, gorilla. Uh, this whole like, it seems like every six months we have to go through some process of grievance of one animal, and <laughs> it's just so annoying. I mean, it's not annoying. It's good that people are care about this, but it's just that whole. You know, this uh, the dissonance that people have between vegetarianism and and like killing a specific animal. And right now, what I tell people to provoke them is, I really think they should have shot the kid. <laughs> and everyone's like, what? And I was like, yeah, man. Gorilla- what is the- this? is so traumatic for the gorilla. Just shoot the kid and like just get it over with. I think there would have been less people would have would who- have been offended. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean, it's... Um,
0: yeah, whatever. I just... I can't... This whole thing of like every now and then, Do you remember that whole tiger thing or the lion?
1: Yeah, I mean, that's actually a really interesting discussion i listened to it on yeah there's a the hunters squared yeah debate oh,
0: oh, you see, oh no i haven't listened to the debate i i heard a podcast on it where they talked about how I think it was this american life
1: where they um yeah it was there's i listened to that one as well but there's just a debate on like do hunters help conserve like conserve what's the preserve the, the species no what's con- what's the noun form of conserving conserve No, no, like yeah. conservation do they help... Con- oh, okay, are they, are sorry, they con- converse- right, right. conservationists? Right. Conservationists. No, Conservationalists. Yeah, like conversationalists. Yeah, right? It's a, it's, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but I actually remember my point I was going to bring up with the other topic. Oh, my God. You're confusing everyone. I know, but I don't care. It's about <laughs> me and you. Okay. This, this whole thing has been like a chaotic <laughs> mumblings of our sort of nonlinear writings. I was going to say... With that, that whole free will stuff, it, it's uncomfortable for people to accept that because it's nicer to feel like when you accomplish something, you did it, right? Like it's, it's what you grew up learning. Like it yeah. is a gold star for your behavior. Living in gray and nuance and like not having the answer to questions it's not like I am no like I am a perfect example that I I, it drives me nuts like it I can't escape it it's 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 insanely frustrating to like not be able to even characterize somebody like I I know like a friend of mine who would be comfortable with just saying somebody like not even saying it like just the way his entire behavior when he like decides somebody is this way he's an evil person and he may be right but like it's it's just an easier, ex- I mean, he's wrong in certain ways because he doesn't have all the context, but it's just an easier way to live because at some point you you just have to have some sort of blueprint of the world or some sort of mapping that you can have that will just effectively, effectively allow you to exist and operate in the world. And that's, it doesn't really cater towards that. So, I mean, I understand it. The same thing with like, you need answers to like religion and like, yeah. you not knowing isn't really a comfortable area for people. So this is why, like why people want to like generally have this tendency to stereotype. Because it's like, oh, this guy's this. They belong to this, you know world and this po- this yeah. like view type. So that reminds me of
0: a thing I've been uh, talking about with some uh, other friends about there's a new theory or I don't know how new it is, but it was published recently a new theory of consciousness um about the essential idea is that consciousness arises in any information processing system that needs to remove a lot of sensory input. Um, So essentially our consciousness is us focusing in on specific input, right? So if we had to listen to every single vibration in our ear and every single like, you know, uh, ray of light, we go insane, just like you're saying here. And categorization is sort of the the logical conclusion of that, right? Um, So if your consciousness is essentially just like a filter, and it's um, trying to understand, like, what to focus on. Like, putting people into categories is another way of reducing this, like, crazy nuanced view into just, you know, four or five words that you can describe.
1: Right. And also, like, it, it, it probably was a lot easier when human societies were on, like, 200 people scales. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, Like, now you have, you know, global scale structure. It's just... You're at some point, you're gonna have to do it in that way, yeah. And like in the back of your mind, you can, you know, there's probably more context. Like, that's I guess my solution is like, there's probably some more context that'll explain this, like, kind of shitty behavior that I see in a group of people. But it's yeah, yeah. I mean, there was just it's funny to
0: think like astrology and stuff might have been way more valid when there was only like say like 300 people in your tribe because chances are if you were born in April. Like, there's so many different factors. Like, you were, like, eight months in the first winter, which meant, like, blah, blah, blah. So, you could actually turn out... There were just so many... There's way less people, so the chances of you turning out the same as other people born in April were right. potentially higher. So, there's more reason to believe that those things could be true. Right. Um, yeah. So, uh, one, So we're already at 36 minutes before you know
1: it. And also, but, one other thing I was going to say, sorry, yeah, before it just... The, Finish on this thought. Yeah, is that science does that? Science <laughs> stereotypes, but it stereotypes science. with skepticism. It stereotypes with non-causality. No, it doesn't stereotype. I mean, it's not stereotypes. I mean, it, it groups together. Yes, that, that's what I mean. It's, it tries
0: to simplify and arrange. Yeah,
1: yeah so it, it's it's categorizing, yeah, right?
0: It categorizes. So yeah.
1: It's, yeah. It, it doesn't it, stereotype. It, it categorizes. I mean, you you can stereotype from the results of the categorization yes with so much with many caveats which is exactly what you know my feelings of political correctness yeah like you're saying that within okay so take all of these variables this behavior may be causally related but we can only say correlationally related In a 95% confidence interval. I mean, that's just the observations that you In that sense, but then we
0: don't categorize. Like, scientists wouldn't categorize in that sense. They would present that data. Okay, yeah. I mean, mostly using that word. Yeah, but what I mean is when they categorize, they have empirical data that explicitly separates, like... You know, you
1: don't. I and mean, that's why social sciences—you you can't make causal links. As social easy. science is a whole different. Beast. Yeah, but I'm, yeah. I'm just saying that that's because there's too much context to isolate specific behaviors to right. get causal. But that's why social
0: science—you don't really have categories. You have like general rules, and people like arguing about the rules of thumb and whatever, right? Um, like the different like psychological studies that have come out and been changed like a million times about the types of, yeah, people there are. Anyways, um, so I just wanted to ask you because this was this post that i wrote the third one you you told me that this is the first time i've ever like started writing a response within like a few hours of me posting the post right um this was the Slavoj zizek like fighting progressive racism and also the uh, instagram gentrification posters so what was it uh that you were so um i guess uh made me excited is not the right word but uh what prompted you to write a response so quickly? Was it just because you? Were, I think you were like drunk or something at the
1: time. I was a little, I was a little drunk. I think I was just also just uh, excited to get back into in, writing. Yeah, get back in the thick of things. And writing also just like pervades meaning in my life more so than like other things. meaning. Huh? I don't think you can say that. or maybe you can't say it. it you pervades can. meaning. Pervades means like goes through.
0: We're gonna have like a semantics debate
1: on a podcast. Oh shit. <laughs> it spread it means spread through right. Every part of so it pervades meaning. So That's writing totally goes through. It spread it spreads through meaning, meaning in my life. Like it spreads no, meaning. No 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 pervades. Through.
0: Oh, I see what you're saying. You're yeah. saying like it it's it, like there's it, a there's it stuff. makes meaning
1: it makes meaning present and okay. apparent throughout in my life.
0: Okay. Okay, I see what you are saying.
1: Yeah. Um, also, like, I mean, we're reading infinite. Jest. be loose with your semantics. No, no, mm-hmm. disagree. Uh, I like that. I like that. I like. I mean, as long as on...
0: he's not loose at all with the semantics, he's very specific. So I mean, he Jest has, is David Foster he, he
1: makes his own words up too, and he's, he's yeah, he's, sure, that's he's, different he's, than he's, being loose. It's also, I mean, like his mom in real life, and also in the moms of the main character is. Uh, a uh, prescriptivist grammar like teacher I think something like that or grammar is using... different grammar is different that's what than... I'm saying it's different from like his words his yeah. words he makes up right and they're, they're not necessarily I've been dictionary like so many so of if them. you made
0: up a word that would have been different than you. and he also like words.
1: even using it they're not they're not like completely in the way that you use that word he's making it in uh, like a it's interpreted. It can be interpreted in that way, and that's why it's beautiful. It's pushing the boundaries of the word, and that's how words come to existence. When you push the boundaries of it to a certain point, that it has multiple meanings, it kind of changes the spelling, the pronunciation. So, like, totally, yeah. he does that.
0: The- no, he does that, but he also, it's like, it's not when he's sharing a very concrete thought, right? Like, there's there's a time and place for that, and I think in a conversation, often that can get um, when you just throw out words like that, it, it often just becomes ambiguous and it makes it hard to communicate. Well, because so you just didn't know
1: what the word pervades,
0: man. No, I do, and you can't. I don't think you, that that's a really weird way to use it. That's why it sounded super weird in my. It is a weird word to use. It, I told the you the definition probably... right before you looked it up. What are you talking about? No, <laughs> said, but it was. It, it, I said it goes. It means to go through, and you said yeah, it means to flow through. Spreads spread through. Sorry, go, go. is
1: different than spreads. Uh, whatever, go, go through means like you're okay. Now we're just getting into I know, yeah. we're we'll
0: getting into the weeds, but I'm just saying, I think it um, this is this is so. This actually brings up part of the reason why I think your your last post is not nearly as um, I don't know. I, I didn't like it too much, this particular style, and I don't think it was maybe not specifically because there's words that were being misused, but I think you're also trying to like hone your David Foster Wallace type of thing. And for me, that style is like, I don't know, uh, maybe I'm like, I like the KISS principle, right? Like I like this, the, the pushing the art boundaries, uh, I don't know. I don't know if that like really compels uh, me in this type of like post. It seems like it's very, like I told you, schizophrenic, um, but that's sort of like a meta point about the post. But So let's just finish off our thought about uh, but. What did you think about the Instagram gentrification idea? Was that like sort of interesting or not or whatever?
1: Side note, yeah. uh, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> God, I mean, I don't. I, I only don't give a fuck because I I just like it. That's 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 something that I, it hasn't been I mean, true that's for. Very egocentric you? No, but it's not true for my writing. I usually am so like susceptible to like what people think, and I'm scared to like put things out because I think it's shit. But well, like this is one of the few things that that's I just good. enjoyed yeah. writing, and I liked the way it sounded. And also, I mean, you're, you're, I shared it with like a couple other people who, I, I Herschel liked it from what he told me at least. But then again, I don't know what his, I don't know if he's just being nice. But he did give me a couple of like specifics, so maybe, maybe that's true. But anyways, that I mean, that's part of what like writing or art should be for for yourself more so than anything. I
0: don't think you should. Why are you being prescriptivist about art all of a sudden? <laughs> art should be whatever.
1: I mean, the the creation of it should Why? be for yourself. I, no, I, what I, if
0: I want to create art for other people because I enjoy? Sure. It. Well, like I
1: mean, them. that's that's at least I I think and I idealistically it feels the best for me when I'm doing. Doing it for my my own self expression than to sure. whore to whore out to like other people's it's not whoring out yeah, I'm completely so you do, know do, making an argument in my favor <laughs> do, do
0: doctors whore themselves out so they can like say about is, is that an lives? art form <laughs> no but are they is that what they do it's, is I, that
1: an art form though like what are we talking why?
0: about so so whoring is only reserved for art forms no. So then, what?
1: whoring is rever- re- not you're reserved saying, for you, art forms. You're, you're saying, saying whoring is also you can be a whore.
0: No, but what you're saying is if you give, if you please other people, you're a whore.
1: No, I'm saying when you're creating something for other people. Yeah. To make them happy, that's it. That's your reason. Whatever it takes. Yeah. Whatever, no matter what, if you like it or not, you're just creating some piece of music just so other people like it. Yeah. That's more whorish than doing it for your own self-expression. Okay, okay fine, but that's like Spe- specifically one ex- in the art context.
0: That's one extreme, but I mean, I could also argue if you're doing it for yourself, you're like an egocentric, like egomaniac, right? Like who's completely um, autistic and has no sense of outside world.
1: <laughs> no, I mean, it, it depends on also what the art the art form is. You get you get satisfaction from other people. Uh, appreciating the consciousness that you created because language sometimes or i mean like gent i mean this is writing so it's a horrible example but like other forms of art don't really express that emotionality that you can or even just like general language everyday language doesn't express that same um emotionality that like a poem can so it's nice when somebody else also feels and empathizes with your your worldview but the actual act of creating it when you 're doing that, it should be for your self expression The other stuff it's not that it, i don't know about that
0: like i, I, I that seems I, I don't like i don't soul. like the
1: idea of just doing something to appeal to other people you 're not appealing to them, but you are no,
0: speaking to them you might be it's not for you it's like you want you have some ideas and you 're not expressing them just to see them express for yourself. You want other people to read them and then talk back to you it's exactly what we're doing here back and forth and so when you're saying um like i don't care whether you think that or not i mean on on some level yeah sure that for sure i can respect that that's that's fine it doesn't matter but on another level i'm like that's i think way too extreme of a position because you i think this this medium is all about people reading it and interacting and trying to figure out like you know talking about ideas and things like that it's not just you know i wrote some words on a on a so poster. i guess we're going to conclude the podcast on
1: balance <laughs> as we always do that's what it is am i right or am i right am i
0: right or am i right yeah proof qed rubik cube solved <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um all right see you next week or month don't say that sorry bye